Welcome to the Manufacturing and Supply Chain CEO Podcast. I'm Martin Harsberger, President of Measurable Results, LLC, and martinharsberger.com. I'm a retired CEO of both a manufacturing company and a third-party logistics company. We were lucky enough to grow both to eight-figure organizations. I've been consulting with small and mid-tier companies for the past 16 years. Our mission with this podcast is to provide a forum to help CEOs in these critical industries share their stories, share best practices, and learn from each other. If you'd like to be a guest in our podcast, go to www.martinharsberger.com slash apply. Each interview will take about 30 minutes. Thanks for listening. Welcome to this episode of Manufacturing and Supply Chain CEOs. I'm with Sam Kernian, Chief Executive Officer of Core Power Magnetics. Welcome, Sam. Thanks for having me. Uh, we were talking a little bit before we started recording. Tell, tell us about your company and, and where your focus is. Sure. Yeah, so Core Power Magnetics is an early stage startup that was formed in June 2020. We're a spin out of Carnegie Mellon University and the National Energy Technology Lab. And we're based in Pittsburgh, Pennsylvania, and we are selling magnetic components, things like inductors, transformers, and motors that are significantly smaller, more efficient, and do not require rare earths for the motor side. Um, so we're we're excited. We're um, kind of redefining the limits of what these components can do, going into things like electric vehicles and the power grid. Awesome. So your customers, I think we talked about that. Your customers would be the manufacturers, the even the auto manufacturers. Now, let me ask you this: from the article I read, does Tesla make their own technology, or, or they do? Yeah. So that's that's actually been somewhat of a shift with the automotive landscape. With when you think of combustion engines, they have a really robust supply chain that's typically providing a lot of these components. With electric vehicles, you're seeing the leaders in the field really bring that in-house. And so we see them as partners, as potential customers. It's, it's such a space right now that is still developing that uh, we kind of depending on the customer, we work with them in different ways. Got it. Yep. So do you do your manufacturing there in town or do you do outside mm-hmm. in Pittsburgh? Right, yes. Yeah, so it's a it's low rate initial production right now. So you know we're talking more uh, relatively small quantities uh, currently, and we're looking to scale up here over the next year or two. That's good. Well, one of the reasons we do this podcast is because I'm trying to. Again, I came from the Pittsburgh area. I'm, I'm big on manufacturing sure. and uh, trying to put the focus on U.S. manufacturing and trying to keep things on shore a little bit. And anything we can do to do that, I'm I'm for it. So. So how did you get started doing what you're doing? I mean, you went to Carnegie Mellon. I saw that. So, you, you... Right, right. Yeah. So the for me personally, I, I was always kind of into um, science and engineering and um, kind of fell in love with material science and engineering Was when I was at Penn State for undergrad. And then when I went to Carnegie Mellon for grad school, um, saw a process called, and this is kind of technical, called planar flow casting. It's basically taking molten metal. And then you put it and you uh, basically cast it onto the spinning wheel and it quenches it at a million degrees per second. So you get this really unique material that comes off of this process. And I, re- I remember seeing that distinctly. I was sitting in a, uh, you know, in a classroom um, watching that process and thinking, man, that's something I really want to work on. And uh, so I ended up working with Professor Mike McHenry at CMU on uh, developing those materials. And uh, as part of my thesis work, I actually developed some of the initial uh, technology that, that Core Power is now commercializing. And so during that time too, I was uh, working with our uh, Core Power CTO, who uh, Paul Ohadnicki, who had gone through the same research group at Carnegie Mellon. He, was, uh, he had basically graduated right around the time that I was coming in. 
uh, he essentially mentored me. He was on my thesis committee. Uh, we became good friends through that. And then kind of in the intervening years, I, I went out into industry uh, more on the steel and specialty alloy manufacturing side, ended up leading um, some operations and quality groups uh, before coming over to lead core power. And during that time, Paul was uh, kind of keeping the technology moving forward during his time at the National Energy Technology Laboratory. He's now a professor at the University of Pittsburgh. Uh, he founded the company and reached out in terms of uh, my involvement. And so that's how we, it all kind of came together and just, yeah. you know. It's interesting. It is interesting. How, how you, I always ask that question. How did you get into that? Because nobody ever sits, you know, when you're a kid, you want to be a ball player or a fireman sure. or something. <laughs> we all wind up somewhere else, right? Yeah, yeah, no, absolutely. I, I know for me, kind of looking back, that's you know, my dad was, he was a material science and engineer as well, but he went into teaching. And had a big influence on me growing up in terms of kind of having that focus there. But uh, yeah. He's got to be happy doing what you're yeah, doing. Yeah, yes, yeah. That's cool. Yep. But I looked at, I, you guys are about 10 years in the making, right? I mean, with mm -hmm. the research and, and everything. So uh, how, how, I guess uh, you haven't shipped any product yet, right? Uh, we have shipped product. Um, so we, out of our three product lines, general ones, we have inductors, transformers, and motors. We have shipped inductors. And so we are selling those on a limited basis um, fairly early on. Yep. We're, so I ask you where you currently are in your business. Um, mm -hmm. You're sitting in a, in a great position, obviously, with the push to undo fossil fuels. I don't know how fast that will happen, but right, it's got to happen at some point, I guess. Um, where do you see your market in the next five years, five years for you? Yeah, it's, it's growing quite a bit. Like you're alluding to the, um, especially with electric vehicles and motors, that's the, the biggest market that we see, but there's quite a bit, even on the power grid side with things like renewables too, that continue to take hold. Um, so in that case, the smaller components, when you think of renewables, it's a more distributed grid. And so you have to have components that are going to be able to fit inside homes, um, inside businesses and cities. So think of the EV charging that's going on right now. And that's kind of where our two main markets of electric vehicles and the grid kind of intersect is with charging stations for electric vehicles. Uh, you need those to be very small. And that means for them to be small, they need more power. Um, and that typically leads to much larger components. But with core powers components, um, we can kind of keep them at the same size or smaller than what they are right now uh, while operating at those conditions. So it's, it's growing very uh, large, I would say, over the next uh, few years. And probably the biggest challenge, you know, you know, this is why I was excited to come on your podcast, is from a supply chain side with um, some of the material constraints that are out there, and especially with the geopolitical events that are going on right now. Um, we feel like we have some unique advantages there, too, uh, to kind of keep it domestically here in the U.S. in terms of the manufacturing and uh, use some novel solutions that are uh, different than what are needed uh, for the high volume motor applications. So do you source all your raw materials here domestically or are you, are you dependent on anything from China or you know, I say the word, but that's where most everything comes from. So, yeah, no, it's, it's a good point. We, there's some limited um, sourcing that we do, I would say from overseas, but um, so far we, we have a, we've been using a domestic supplier for the main uh, material that we use that goes into our components. Um, but long term, we're actually focused on also having some internal capability to produce the material ourselves. We're again, we're a component manufacturer, so the product going out the door is a wired component, um, an inductor or transformer right now. But the material, the, the core that goes into core power, is based on metallic strip. 
it kind of looks like a, a big roll of scotch tape and um, only it's metal. And we want to have some degree of manufacturing too. And feel like that's important domestically to have that type of uh, capability built up. Um, it's, it's quite a bit more built up internationally right now in terms of that, uh, this ribbon casting that I was talking about before. And we see that as kind of critical, not just for core power, but for the nation to have that capability. I agree with you. I mean, you're, you're looking at vertically integrating and, and controlling right. your own supply chain, which is, exactly. if anything, last year or two taught us that we, we've got to move back to that, obviously. Mm -hmm. That's right. a great, that's great to hear. Um, you, let me ask you a question. Where do you think, when you talk about electric cars, uh, I mean, I'm a little bit mm -hmm. familiar with the power grid, what you're talking about, but we talk about electric cars, a big hold up or big hold back is the range and the size right. of it and expense on the battery. Where do you see that going in the next five or 10 years? Yeah, I think there's um, there's been a lot of work on battery technology, and I think there's a lot more that's still to come out. And I think just as they scale, you're going to see some benefit there, um, just in terms of cost to start to bring that down. Um, so I think that's going to help quite a bit. What's been interesting, though, too, we feel like there's, um, there's other gains outside of just the battery technology that are coming. I mean, obviously, from core power side, we're focused very much on the motor that's the, the most inefficient component right now. And so yeah. by improving that efficiency, that's gonna help quite a bit with that range um, with bringing down the cost as well, if you can make the motor smaller and more cost-effective in that way too. Um, so I, I think you're gonna see it start to reach more parity with, um, with internal combustion engines, definitely in terms of cost. And with range, I, I think the, we're seeing now, they're getting more into like the 500 miles on a single charge. So the key is gonna be how do you actually charge those either bigger battery packs or just higher capacity battery packs. Yeah. And so that's really where it goes back to that charging aspect, getting that infrastructure in place in, in a way that's robust, right? That can be kind of upgraded um, as we go forward. I think that's going to be the other unique challenges compared to combustion engines. Whereas before you have a gas station, it's the same type of fuel going in each time. Now, as cars evolve and become higher power, um, you know, just improve overall having a, kind of a charging infrastructure that can keep pace so that we're not constantly um, having to put in you know, billions and billions of dollars each time um, something new comes out is going to be critical as well. Yeah, I was just curious about that. I mean, electric cars are obviously more efficient. They're faster, you know, more yeah, touring. Yeah. yeah, so it's fun. But um, but, but mm -hmm. you look at it, you know, can't take a trip cross country because you you can find a gas station anywhere. You can't find a charging station everywhere, right? Right. Yeah, exactly. And it's only a couple minutes to fill up your car right now. Um, yeah, it's right. Yeah. 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 So I, I ask you where you think your industry is going. What's your future focus in your company for the next five years? Yeah, so our, our future focus is, it's kind of twofold. So we have the inductors and transformers that are fairly well set in terms of the technology. And so we're looking to enter qualification cycles with uh, major customers for higher volume production with those. And so it's, you know, any type of I would say technology, hardware type technology, depending on the customer, you're going to have some tweaks, even if the baseline technology is the same. And so we're finding those customers now and kind of working through um, getting them comfortable with the tech so they can order in larger quantities. With the motors, we're, we're looking more at uh, prototyping right now. So that's at a bit earlier technology readiness level. Uh, but we, we have some partners there that we're excited to work with um, on some designs that we have to go to higher speed motors. Uh, that can really leverage the core power materials and hoping to prove there with the high speed motors that we can go to higher efficiency, smaller size, 
essentially higher power density um, that would allow us to prove the concept, um, you know, to get that interest on the EV side. That, so you're, uh, you're finding mm -hmm. the, uh, the big suppliers are, mm -hmm. are, are receptive to the technology. That's, that's the hard part. Then, right. then you go through the qualifying process, which is a long ways too. So right. I see slowing down your, your production, but I mean, that's yeah. kind of where you are now, right? Yeah, we're yeah we're trying to shift away. I would think from the we've been doing some nice design work, lower volume production runs, and that's always I think going to be a, a key part for us here over the next year or two. But then getting to kind of the higher volume um, is going to require those qualification cycles. So we want to make sure we're running in parallel and uh, pushing that forward. Yep. What uh, what what didn't I ask you? You want to talk about with your company? Yeah, that's a good question. Um, just. I think, first of all, you've asked a lot of really good questions. I think um, for us, it's just, you know, domestically you brought up kind of the, the importance there of the supply chain and how we're trying to solve that. Um, yeah, I, I think the big thing is I'm really proud of the team overall that we're compiling. We're all um, native Pittsburghers, uh, the ones that are the founders of the company and, and, and myself uh, were from here. And we're, we're proud, you think about Pittsburgh, um, you think of the steel industry, but there's also, it's really well known for things like Westinghouse, which was, you know, yeah. in terms of power and electricity and stuff like that. And so we feel like we're kind of, we're at this ideal spot where we're all very passionate about bringing manufacturing back to the area. And we have that, the roots here um, with these industries uh, to make it happen. And so just in general, we're, we're excited. We want to hear from people who, who feel passionate about the same things. It doesn't have to necessarily be Pittsburgh, but kind of that domestic manufacturing the areas that we're playing in, in terms of um, electrical engineering and materials and bringing that together and just people who like to solve problems and um, kind of join us on this journey. Um, I, I think it's been interesting to hear the feedback from customers and from other people. There's a definite need for new magnetic components. They're based on technology that's a century old. And it's been kind of something that electrical engineers have had to deal with for a long time. They typically design around these components in their systems. And so for people who see that problem, we, we just hope they reach out if they're a customer to work with us and collaborate on um, seeing if our solutions may work. And if somebody who wants to join us, you know, as uh, part of the team, we'd love to hear from you too. We are planning on hiring here uh, over the next few months and uh, would love to hear from folks who are excited about the same things. That's great. As far as uh, the technical skills and so on, are you seeing any issues mm -hmm. in that area that try to recruit locally? Yeah, we're lucky that Pittsburgh has that strong kind of base in terms of uh, Carnegie Mellon and the University of Pittsburgh uh, to provide um, some of that benefit. But to your point, it is still the skill sets that we need are, are unique. And so it's um, yeah, trying to find the right person who not only has the technical skills, but the, um, the EQ as well to, uh, to be effective in an organization and have that mindset for a startup can be difficult. So it's yeah. um, definitely not easy, but it's, it's definitely an area that where if you invest the time, it's, it's well worth it. That's what I found. Great. Well, how can folks get in touch with you if they want to hire on and talk to you? Sure. Yeah. So you can go to our, our website, uh, corepowermagnetics.com. There is uh, a button there that has, uh, you can contact us through that feedback or you can reach out to us at uh, info at corepowermagnetics.com is the other way to go. And um, on LinkedIn as well. So feel free to either follow us there or just reach out to me directly. I'd love to hear from you. Great. Well, again, I'm, I'm excited for you and I'm excited for the city since I grew up in that area and, and to see the, 
the, what you're planning, the vertical integration and, and bringing that back to uh, back to the U.S. and back to that area. That area has always been strong industrially, mm -hmm. uh, made a shift years ago into, into some financial things and so on. But but the core of that, that area has always been uh, industrial. And I think uh, I think you can build on that. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Again, thanks for your time. Sam. Yeah, no, I really appreciate it, too, Martin. Thank you for your time. Thanks for listening to Manufacturing and Supply Chain CEOs. If you're a successful CEO in manufacturing or supply chain and would like to be part of the program, please visit www.martinharsberger.com apply. If you got some value out of the interview, please share it on social media. We'd really appreciate it. Also, if you know someone that would make a great guest, tag them and let them know about the show. Again, our mission is to focus on manufacturing and supply chain CEOs. We'd like to share your story, and provide industry trends and updates that would interest our listeners. We're regularly putting out new episodes and content. To make sure you don't miss an episode, go ahead and subscribe. Your thumbs up ratings and interviews go a long way in promoting the show. You can connect with me on social media. I'm on LinkedIn at uh, Martin Harsberger or through my website, www.martinharsberger.com. Again, we appreciate it. Thanks for listening.